time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time, your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Hello, sweet listener. How are you today? I want to thank you so much for your reviews. Thank you so much for your encouragement. Thank you so much for telling me how you really look forward to listening to The Soft Shoulder and the role that it plays in your life in giving you that support that you need, the laughter. That always makes me happy to know. (laughs) I'm not just, well, I'm laughing alone now, but you know, well, the now now, the recording now, the now now of you listening. (laughs) Maybe we're laughing together, and that just makes me so happy. Um, Today's episode is for people who, uh, let's say, are really ambitious. Let's say you really like the big goal, the big visible goal. Um, Maybe you're even a little hard on yourself um, by withholding celebration, withholding... um, you know, congratulation or encouragement to yourself because you're not quite there yet. Like, well, when I get there, I'll celebrate. Well, when we actually, when I finish the book, I'll celebrate. Oh, look, you finished the first draft. Well, yeah, but it's just the first draft. So when I finish it, yeah. So then you get it and it's actually done. It's like, well, it's not printed yet. It's like, when are you going to celebrate? And, you know, when we're constantly waiting for this and who makes this up? I hate to break it to you. I mean, I know we're influenced by a lot of things, but you are the one who decides when you can acknowledge yourself, celebrate yourself, feel proud, take stock of all the ways that you are doing amazing things now. And I mean, right now, I mean, you listening to this podcast This is one of those things. Look at you taking time for yourself. Look at you taking a little break, um, listening to a kind voice who cares about you because you care about yourself. That's why you're sitting. I mean, I'm assuming that's why why you're listening. Um, So today I want to talk about the concept of baby steps. And I want to talk about three things where I don't know what your relationship is with baby steps. You know, we often hear this like, oh, just take baby steps. I think the author, Sark, um, she's the one who, uh, off the top of my head, I can't name any titles, but you would know her work from, uh, it looks like white, um, like square books that were written entirely in Crayola markers. Uh, If you know her, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I think she called them micro movements, whatever you want to call it, you know, like um, mini goals, whatever. Basically, the idea that There's a big goal. There's a big dream that you have. There's a destination, whether that destination is, you know, getting over a heartbreak, whether that destination is, yeah, writing a book or launching a business or whatever it is. 
there's this end goal and it's so frustrating for us when we're not there yet, even though it would be boring. It would be so boring if we could just be exactly where we want to be all the time because the joy is in the journey and we know and get to know our creativity in the process, right? So what are those baby steps, those little movements where it's like, it's okay that you're not over it now. Give yourself a year and take baby steps. And I want to point out something because I think that when we say baby steps, we're usually talking to adults. And I want to say baby steps aren't baby steps for the baby. (laughs) They are huge. Like if you consider what that means, it's like, oh, baby steps. You mean that little creature who was just swimming around in some juice and then ended up on a planet and has been like, you know, rolling around in this like weird body and then just started going completely upright and walking, balancing on half that body. That's not a small thing. There's so much going on in there. Like that is, that is absolutely miraculous. It is amazing, right? So let's just consider that baby steps are extraordinary. And let's take this idea that baby steps are an easy way. Yes, I know you've been walking for a long time, perhaps. And that's, I know maybe I'm stretching the context a little bit, but I just also want to say, taking it out of walking, like baby steps, um, it's deceptive because it's not acknowledging the courage that is required of you as an adult. All right. So if you are taking baby steps into dating again after being out of the dating pool (laughs) that sounds either like a lot of fun or like a biohazard um (laughs) let's say you're getting back in you know whatever to dating and the baby steps are like deciding that maybe you're what you want for the first time um exploring feelings of worthiness, exploring what your like what your boundaries are, what your red flags are, um, allowing yourself to be vulnerable in proclaiming, I would like to fall in love again. I would like someone to want me. Like these aren't baby steps. They're baby steps to the, you know, maybe the goal is the relationship. They're, they might not seem like big things. Dear listener, I want to hold space for the courage these little things, supposedly little things take, because it's each one of them is the unknown. These baby steps are movements towards something scary, something that's out of reach currently. So the steps in themselves are even acts of faith. I'm going to lean in. I'm going to move this way. That little step says, I believe I'm going to get there. I don't think that's a small thing. So consider where in your life you're talking, you're resisting baby steps because they're not badass enough for you. I think they're really badass. I think they're leaps and mini leaps of faith. I mean, if you want to call them, I don't know. Do we really need to talk about size? Does to size matter? <laughs> I think no. Um, <laughs> so um, somebody uh, once told me with, with, with an obvious agenda that it's not the size of the wand. It's the, it's the wizard or something. I don't know. Anyway, what I'm saying is (laughs) these are magical things and, um, measuring something purely on like how big of a leap it is, 
it's really limiting if that's the only measurement you're using. It's not the only one that matters. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, you know what? It's harder to go slow. As you recall from my last episode where I was talking about healing and perhaps you relate where it's like when you're driving really fast for a while in a car and then you have to take it down, it is actually incredibly difficult to do that, right? It's really hard to drive at like 30 kilometers an hour when you've been going 120 and um, this is not an easy thing. This is another thing where we think baby steps, it's taking an easy way, it's not. I think especially it's not encouraged, right? It's not impressive. We don't watch, uh, you know, people take baby steps on TV. We want to see the big showy leaps, right? Um, We don't watch like a car race and have them all like, let's see what happens when you go back down to 30. Like it's not entertaining, right? So of course we're not, we're not getting that message, but in fact, it requires control, right? It It requires that you feel what's happening, right? To really take your foot off the gas and just go down, go down, have your hand on the wheel, feel how that changes when you're slowing down. You can't rush through it when you're taking little steps. It's actually forcing you to be in the sensation of change. There's benefits to this and also huge challenges to being very present with the sensation of change. This is a badass thing. Taking little steps is a badass thing. Going slow is difficult. When you, like, you know, some people really love like fast aerobic kind of exercises. And if you've ever tried like Tai Chi or Qigong or something where it's like, you have to go really slow or even a slow walking meditation. I had a client do this once. And it was like, let's see how slow you can walk was not, you know, people don't really feel proud of that, right? You don't, they don't have uh, apps (laughs) on your phone or your iFitness, whatever. I don't know. I don't use those things, but like, they don't have something that's like, let's see how slow you can go. No, we're rewarded by speed, right? By how many steps we're taking. It's how much, how fast. But, oh, have you ever moved really slowly and felt the ache in your muscles, the control it requires to even go that slow. Okay. This is not, you know, this is not a beginner situation. This is, I would even think an advanced thing for like a lot of people. Can you slow down? Can you be brave enough to feel the experience of your own strength, to be intimate with the movements you're making? Right? So that's number two, like really think about how hard it is and how beautiful it is to slow down and be in the sensation of your own strength and of change itself, especially because it's underappreciated, right? We know that. We know we're not going to get outside affirmation about this. We're not going to post on Instagram, hey, look how slow I went. You're not going to get a bunch of cheers for that necessarily, right? Because we just, it's not a language we use typically. So um, that means that on top of slowing down, this is like a bonus thing, I guess, on top of slowing down and feeling what it feels like, feeling that strong, tight, controlled movement in your muscles, you know that you're doing that for you. 
You are doing that not for the applause. You know that people aren't going to get it potentially. And that's not why you're doing it. You're doing it for you. I think it takes tons of courage to do that. So that's number two. And number three is what's beautiful about micro movements, about baby steps, whatever, is you get lots of feedback about the direction. If I want to go, <laughs> I'm pointing off to the distance, I don't know, over there, you know, and, um, <laughs> you know, if I try to do it in one jump, that's one thing. If I take a little step and then I check in, how does that feel? Hmm. And then I take a little step again. I can look up and go, oh, have I gone a little to the left this time? Have I gone a little to the right? Do I need to make an adjustment on the next step? And then I can go again. And as I step and as I take these baby, baby in quote steps, I'm growing and changing as a person. I am feeling my own strength. I am feeling the sensation of change. I am being changed by my choice to go in this direction at all. And do you know what happens when you change? You might change your mind. You might not want to go over there. You might not want to do this anymore. Not because you're quitting, because you're listening, because you're going at your own pace, you're moving you're listening to your intuition. You're listening to your body. You might just go and go and go and go, oh, actually, now that I'm over here, now that I'm halfway to this goal, maybe I don't want this goal. I'm looking around and I'm seeing other options. I'm looking around and seeing that I'm the kind of person who made it halfway. And so now I believe in myself. I believe in my ability to get to a destination. And maybe as someone who has more belief in their ability, maybe you dream bigger. This is why baby steps and slowing down and going at your own pace, there's something that gets developed in that that is different from launching yourself at a target. And I want to acknowledge you because I know you're doing this right now, dear listener. I know this. Where, wherever it is, whether it's an obvious project or something that you're, you know, you've got a bunch of tasks to do, or if it's just getting ready for love or getting ready for some form of independence, getting ready to move from independence to connection, to communion, to partnering, whether it's getting ready to share your work with someone, or even just to make art, write, do something creative without any intention to show anyone at all. By the time you've made a decision, I know you've been doing work underground. You've been thinking, you've been listening, you've been building courage. When I talk to somebody, when I talk to a new client for the first time, I know that was not a spur in the moment thing. I know they've been thinking about this for a while, partially because, you know, it's a big investment of your time, your energy, your money. And people don't usually, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not a pack of gum. So I know that, like you know, people aren't just like, oh, yeah, I'll just throw this in the, no, I get it. But also, even then, 
There's a different kind of readiness. Am I ready for this? Do I deserve this? Do I really want my life to change? That is a real question because it will. So wherever you are on whatever path you're on, I want you to think about these baby steps. What's the next smallest thing you can do in the direction of where you want to be? You know, if you're hustling a lot, it might just be slowing down. And that doesn't mean that you have to slow down everything. It doesn't mean that you have to be perfect at slowing down. What if you just slow down one thing? What if you just slowed down brushing your teeth? What if that was the only thing? You just don't even have to fix anything else. But what if when you brushed your teeth, you did it like a meditation and you went really slowly as though someone's filming it and they're going to do it, speed it up at double time later. So like you have to just really, not sure why you would do that. Um, (laughs) Slow it down. Um, Or as if you were showing somebody, right? As if you were showing like an alien, like this is what it's like for a human to brush their teeth and you have to walk them through it. Here's the direction. Here's what happens with the bristles. I know that might seem like a silly suggestion. What I'm saying is you can be playful with this. Try on the experience of slowing down where the stakes are low. See how it feels. See what comes up. I'm not saying you're going to go brush your teeth at half the speed and have like, I love this. I'm going to do it my whole life at half the speed. That's not it. What happens is maybe you get really frustrated by it. Maybe you get irrationally like out of joint and you're just like, whoa, what's here now? What's in that emotion? What is coming up? What are the thoughts? What are the words coming up as you do that? These are insights that are going to give you information that's going to help you support yourself and set yourself up for success in your next baby steps. And oh, baby steps, like really think about that. I don't have a memory of learning to walk. I do have... Surprisingly, I have some memories from very, 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 very early in my life, but I don't remember what it was like to just stand up for the first time and teeter around on these tiny, the legs are small, but not to the baby, right? If you like consider how high the baby is from the ground, it's like, I don't know. I mean, what would that be? That would be like double my height. I can't even think about it. I'm just like, if you're a baby listening, good for you, man. (laughs) I really, I see you there. I see how hard you're working. (laughs) And one last thought, um, another um, expression that I wanted to like pull our attention to with a little more in defense of these things is um, not counting your chickens before they're hatched. Now, um, this came up also in a, in a coaching call, and I was thinking about that. It was like, I don't want to count my chickens before they're hatched. And I'm like, why not? Why? <laughs> like, we're just in agreement that, that, that we don't do that. But I'm like, why wouldn't you count the eggs? Eggs are fantastic. Why are we not counting the eggs? Why do they not count? Because what are they, if the goal is the chicken, 
it's like, you know, I know for some people, the goal is the egg, but <laughs> just down to the sentence, the eggs in that phrase, don't count your chickens before they've hatched. It's like nothing counts until you get to the end. Nothing counts until you have that ultimate goal. We're not even going to acknowledge it. We're not counting. It doesn't literally does not count. Okay. But I know that along the way, when we go back to this baby, do we be like, you know, like we're not going to acknowledge this baby walk until it is at a full stride, a full confident, smooth walk. No, every single time a baby takes a step, we clap, we cheer. Oh, good for you. Oh, there's another step. It's so important, right? And that encouragement, you'll see it in a baby, like light up, go, oh, yeah, this is good. Okay, it's worth doing again because they're shaky. This is terrifying for them, right? So why wouldn't we count the eggs? The eggs are potential. They're possibilities. I get not wanting to, you know, um, celebrate, you know, wanting to keep going, wanting to keep maybe your eyes on the prize or whatever. But if the eggs are possibilities, what's it like? to be surrounded by possibilities, to be surrounded by almost, to be like, wow, any of these could hatch, one of these could hatch, none of these can hatch. We don't know, but what we do know is that there are eggs here and there weren't eggs before. This is the part that is so important. It's such an important lesson I keep learning around self-love, which is giving credit, acknowledging where we are, acknowledging the potential, everything, loving all of it. Look at this. Look at this. This is a sign that there might be something more. The eggs are hope. We need this. So take a look around you at the eggs you're not counting and count them. They count. Take a look around you at the baby steps that you are taking. And one more thing too, speaking of giving ourselves credit. So you know, how I said the baby's walking and we're all freaking out and, you know, <laughs> cheering at every step. Well, I think our standards, they just get so much higher, don't they? But really, what's the baby doing? Something new, exploring new territory, doing something it hasn't done before, using strength it hasn't really mastered yet. Dear listener, I know you're doing that right now. I know that. Are you cheering yourself on? Are you acknowledging every little bit of courage that it's taking? Are you acknowledging that this is new for you? The baby doesn't expect to be walking perfectly. But for some reason, as we get older, you know, we learn these beliefs that we should be perfect, that we should just get it right. We're not babies anymore, so we should just you know, do it correctly or whatever. But I mean, there's so many new experiences. We're all in a new experience right now with the pandemic. Nobody knows how to do this. No one knows how to parent in a pandemic. No one knows how to, you know, be married in a pandemic, go to school, teach, do your job, to be unemployed, to be in transition. There's so many things that you're doing that you haven't done before. And when a baby does that, whether it's walking or even just, you know, anything, a new facial expression, a new laughter, whatever, we look and we witness it, you know, we're like, wow, look at that. Look at this baby doing this thing. It's a, it's a miracle. 
I look at you that way. I want you to look at you that way. Marvel at how you are changing right now. I know that you are. Marvel at what you're doing now that's easy, that didn't used to be easy. At what you're learning you didn't know before. You really are a miracle, you know. And looking through this lens, giving yourself credit, being kind, being kind. Why do babies get all the love? <laughs> I know they're cute and all that, but it's like, come on, you're, you're a baby. You were a baby. We all, we all started out there. Why suddenly is our growth like aging? Let's say, let's say you're aging. You're in like, I don't know, your 80s, your 90s. You've never done that before. You don't know. You don't know how it is. You don't know what it's like to be brave. You don't know what it's like to like think about your life looking back at that many decades. You don't know what it's like to, oh, I, I mean, I don't even know. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet. What an honor it would be to be there. Nobody knows. You've never been this age before, right? So you are, to me, you are a miracle constantly unfolding, constantly doing new things, becoming new expressions of yourself. Why stop marveling? Why is this less of a miracle? It isn't. You deserve love and witnessing of every single thing. I believe this. And not only do I believe that you deserve this and it would be nice to have this, I think that these are the conditions for some pretty amazing things. Because when you feel confident, you speak a little bit more off the hip. You maybe make a little more jokes. Um, you dare to do things. You're less self-conscious. You'll put it out there. Sometimes you're kinder. Sometimes you feel un like generous in a way that you just haven't felt in ages. Lighter, creative, open, compassionate, right? These are the conditions where imagine all of us feeling this at once. Imagine everyone you knew feeling as loved and as witnessed and as encouraged as, you know, a baby who just ate her peas for the first time. Okay. <laughs> so imagine if everyone felt that wonderful. What would we do? What could we do together? I love to imagine this. I invite you to imagine this for the world, also for yourself first. It starts with you. Thank you so much for staying with me and listening through these times. It is my pleasure to be the self-love support for you. If you are looking for deeper support to connect one-on-one, -on -one, not just on the podcast, I am still taking new clients and I would love to talk to you about what's possible. So you can always sign up for a, a free call to see if coaching's right for you. And uh, you can do that on the homepage of my website, RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com. This episode of The Soft Shoulder is brought to you by my dear friend, 
amazing web developer and tarot card reader, Alison Tarr. You can find her work, her web work at alisontarr.com. That's Tarr with two R's and techcoven.com. You can also find her on YouTube, some wonderful videos. I love watching her tarot videos and her own way of exploring uh, so much like um, finding your own way. She's a real rebel, that Allison. Uh, finding your own way of reading tarot. So it's not so intimidating and it's more supportive of you. That's on YouTube. You can find her at Tech Coven. This episode of The Soft Shoulder is also brought to you by me at RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com. Um, do you love to color? I absolutely love to color and I have made my own coloring pages. Uh, you can find them if you haven't seen them yet. Go to my website under shop. You'll see three different sets. But what I'm most excited about are these spooky, cozy pages. I'm a big fan of Halloween in this season and I've drawn four beautiful coloring pages. The nice thing about digital downloads is you don't have to wait for them to come in the mail. And not only that, what I'm loving about them is that I can experiment with them, I can try coloring, and then I know that if I just wanna print another one, I can do that. So I've been much more daring with my color choices, <laughs> knowing that you know when I color from a coloring book, it's like, oh, you find a favorite image, there's only the one. If these are your favorite images, you can color them as many times as you'd like, changing your craft, changing your colors. It's a good time. I'm particularly proud of them. I hope you like them too. Also, of course, I don't just make coloring pages. Uh, again, if you want a coach to support you through your next self-love evolution, get in touch. I love doing this work. In the meantime, you know you are someone worth loving, and it all starts with you. Take good care of yourselves and one another. I'll talk to you soon.